week as we just continue to folks to to live in the situation that we're living in, try to make the best of it. But good morning, one and all on this. It is Friday. It is April 24th. And it is the John DePietro Show. And folks, as we kick things off, I want to say good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. Now, we do have extra time today because Governor Mundo, the press briefings now, from what we understand, has been pushed back to 2.30. So a lot of times the 1 o'clock hour is interrupted. That will not be the case. But folks, as we kick things off, I want to tell you, and I'd like to share with you different ways that you can improve your home, improve your life, make yourself definitely happier. And one of the things that certainly through this whole thing made me happier was when I contacted Jared at Bethel Softwash. And you can contact him personally. What you can do, Jared, uh, Jared Bethel Softwash. Softwashing is the low-pressure system. It won't harm the surface. And they have the biodegradable chemicals. He does such a tremendous job. Bethel certified softwash. And it's very simple. With your phone, you could take a picture of what your house looks like, any outside surface. You want to get rid of dirt or grime or stains or anything remotely close to that. And then you just you can text it to him. Text it to Jared at 401 401- 617-2585, 401-617-2585, and he'll give you a same-day estimate. Bethel Certified Softwash. Now, they have a great Facebook page, but I want you to understand, he came out, did our home. It is like giving your house the bath it needs and get, gets rid of all the mildew and algae that builds up. On Facebook Live, I'm holding up a picture of the before and after. And that's just an example of the magic that he can look at the difference of that. Folks, you, you don't want, especially with what's going on, any, any, you, don't, you want to eliminate anywhere, certainly inside or outside, that has any type of mold, or excuse me, of mildew, algae. You want Bethel certified soft wash. So, and, and not only that, um, it, it is really incredible just what he does and how he can improve the look of your home. And maybe it's a walkway, Bethel certified soft wash, power wash. Again, I'm holding up a photo to those watching on Facebook Live. But look at that before and after. It's it's really dramatic and it makes such a difference. I'm also holding up Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L. He has a great Facebook page. I direct people to go to the Facebook page. Certified soft wash, power wash. Look at that fence and what a difference it makes. You know, it adds value. And on top of that, like I said, you want to get rid of the before and after photos uh, are, are really, really amazing. That's just how talented he is. Jared with Bethel Certified Soft Wash. He makes a huge difference. I've had different neighbors say to me, wow, would you paint your house or something? No, I didn't. I didn't need to paint the house. And on top of that, biodegradable, plant safe solution, low pressure. Um, Jared is just terrific. You can text him at 617-2585, 617-2585. But what it does, it certainly removes any type of uh, algae or pollen or dirt or moss. And what it does in other stains uh, that obviously affect the surface, and it is damaging the surface that a lot of people don't understand. So get in touch with them today. It makes a huge difference just on the appearance. But on top of that, as I said that, um, you, and it also won't damage any of your plants. Uh, it's pet safe, everything like that. But you want to get rid of that algae, mildew, dirt, so it doesn't seep into your home. Folks, this is a time where you really want to make sure you don't have any type of uh, any type of virus growing, anything like that. It's environmentally safe. Jared does a tremendous, tremendous job. And again, I had him. He came out. He did our house. And what a difference. He did the deck. He did some of the front steps. It's incredible. Bethel Certified Soft Wash. I recommend Jared 100%. You can text him at 401 617-2585. I also encourage people to go to the Facebook page. It's Bethel Certified Softwash. Well, folks, we have a great program in store. You're going to like some of our guests again. Uh, You can email me, john at petro.com. We are, remember, the different ways you can watch on Facebook Live. I'm not sure how long we're going to go with that, but we're definitely starting off the first hour. Terry Gorman's going to join me next hour. We'll see some other guests along the way. And the Governor Mundo press briefing. Now, I want to get to um, some of the news and like to bring you. I always like to give you the latest. Uh, I think I think what's happening nationally is going to be very interesting. What happens with the state of Georgia? Now, the president last night, uh, they're all over him. Trump didn't inject disinfectants into body. Uh, he's now they're, they're trying to clarify that statement. 
Um, I, I think the president, I believe President Trump, in my, I believe, uh, he, he should go to Camp David for the weekend and just try to relax. It is difficult. You become, folks, you become a prisoner in the White House. And that is the last thing you want because the president doesn't seem fully plugged in, fully connected. He needs to refresh. The pressure is overwhelming. It is nonstop. These briefings they do at the White House that go so long and they're seven days a week. I think the president will be very well well served to, uh, you know, take Melania and Barron and whoever and go to Camp David for the weekend and just completely relax and let Vice President Mike Pence and Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, the Surgeon General, let them. He has the proper task force. Let them handle it. Uh, the president definitely, because the situation in Georgia, I'm anxious to see how things are going to go in the state of Georgia. Georgia, in, in case you haven't been following, but it's a national story, they're starting to release some of the restrictions. And this morning on the on Good Morning America, and I may play you some of this, there was a hair salon. And the moment the governor started to say that, their phone started to blow up. A hair salon in Georgia, they are booked for the next three weeks. They're going to limit the people in. I'll play you some of the sound of that because it's really uh, it's very interesting. And I think that's the direction. Now, this is also a story that has popped up. There are too many people, folks. What you're finding right now is there are some people that are always going to say, let's just remain closed. And that's becoming like the moral authority. And, and, and I don't think we can listen to those people because that's that's not reality. Businesses that can open under the proper guidelines I'm very anxious to see, and I hope Georgia goes well, because I'm one of those people that under proper protocols, right, under proper protocols, people are going to pharmacies. People are going to grocery stores. What would be wrong with people going to a hair salon? Now, I noticed Channel 12 just did a story on a tent city in Pawtucket that has popped up. The state's providing portable toilets, washing stations there. Five other communities helping the homeless. Large tents, pilot trash, other debris mounting. Uh, people have set up tents, makeshift shelters. Um, let me just play. This is the Channel 12 story uh, on this. I think it's Walt Buteau. Now the state is providing 20 portable toilets for sanitation. This area near Division Street on the Seekonk River in Pawtucket now has a handful of tents, but according to eyewitnesses, there have been as many as 60 people sleeping in dozens of tents at times. This is one of the 20 sanitation stations around the state provided by the Rhode Island Office of Housing and Community Development. A spokesman for that agency tells us they are serviced three times a week by the state's vendor and are giving the homeless an alternative to the restrooms they used in businesses that are now shut down. And he says the hand sanitizer will help with hand washing to avoid spreading COVID-19. But critics have contacted us saying the piles of trash and debris are also a sanitation issue. The executive director for the Rhode Island Coalition for the Homeless understands concerns about this or any tent city, but points out the homeless don't want to be here either. I don't think that any of us want someone to live in a tent. We want them to have a home. And so I guess I would call those people that are just as upset as I am that people have to live outside and say, come join us at the state house to call for more resources. According to a survey conducted in January, the number of unsheltered Rhode Islanders doubled since the beginning of 2019 to about 120. We're told COVID-19 has more than likely spiked that number a bit for various reasons. Potential the Coalition for the Homeless also released a projection that within the next six months, nearly 500 homeless Rhode Islanders could get COVID-19 and eight of them could die from it. We did ask about the cost for those sanitation stations, but did not get an answer to that yet. With the Target 12 investigators... Walt and that's Buteau. Walt Buteau. Now, folks, I know some people are upset about this. And there's even a story. Again, good morning. It's John DePietro on this Friday, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. There's an article in this morning's Providence Journal, Homeless People at Greater Risk from COVID-19 Outbreak. That is completely false. And even the number they gave out. I don't believe. They said, of, of what is that last number? 508 could die. I told you there was a story in Boston. A Boston homeless shelter had 400 homeless people. 150 of them tested positive. And of the 150, none of them showed any symptoms. So I put this under the category that many people need to just worry about themselves. These people, these homeless people, they're all going to be spreading it. But you're not following what's going on. The the paranoia, the paranoia, folks, has to come to an end. 
because you're, you're not serving any type of purpose. I just want to play, as I mentioned, um, in uh, that health salon, beauty salon, I should say, in Georgia, where they're opening today. And, you know, Stephanopoulos had on the mayor of Atlanta. She's going against the governor. And that, by the way, that's her way to get on television, because if she says that she doesn't have a problem with it, then they're not going to put her on Good Morning America. So you got to remember that, that a lot of people will just continue to say no. No matter what it is, they'll try to claim the high moral authority and they're going to say no. But let me just play. I want you to hear this. The reaction of the um, health, you know, the beauty salon, the hairstylists of when they announced they were lifting the restrictions. I said, you're not in the guide. Lines, but I'm letting you make your own decision. But I want people to be safe, and I want the people in Georgia to be safe. At Sanctuary Salon in the Atlanta suburbs, being closed for more than a month, nearly closed their salon. Their appointments are now booked for three weeks solid. When the governor was announcing, it was Monday, before he finished getting it out of his mouth, our phones were blowing up. Now listen to this. Calls, they all went back in. They say the precautions they're taking this morning are the same they take if they'd open three weeks from now. We'll be doing temporal thermometer checks on clients and employees every day as they come in, pre-screening them the day before when we confirm their appointment. But many business owners are making different decisions. Now, there's the thing, folks, of it, let them open. Let them open. And this should be going on in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. This is, I don't like the overreach that's going on. This is an example of overreach. Let the businesses open. They're going to implement their own safety procedures. Here's the other thing. You don't have to go there. But there are people, they're booked for three weeks solid. They need the money. We have to start letting this stuff. So the mayor of Atlanta comes on, and I don't like it. But you're going to start to have these people, no matter what, they're going to say close. So I'm glad Texas, they're going to start to reopen. Georgia's going to start to reopen. You have, Governor Mundo was saying, well, we may have the hairstylist go to people's homes. That, that's ludicrous. You know why? Because she has her hairstylist go to her home. That, that makes no sense in any way. You, you go to the grocery store. You have to be away from people six feet. And then you have to stand in line six feet apart. What's the difference between that? Or if you want to go to a furniture store, excuse me, a furniture store. Or go to a heart, whatever type of store. Let the businesses open. You heard that here, salon owner. They're going to space it out. You have to have an appointment. And then they're going to, you know, treat it in that manner. Now, folks, coming up, um, we do have a guest coming up at 1130 that um, I just want to mention because um, this it, it does also tie in as far as with the unions and also with former Vice President Joe Biden. So we're going to have... Mark Mixon, I've had him before, um, and he is the National Right to Work Committee president, Mark Mix. He is terrific. He's going to tell you about uh, some of the corruption and things that are going on with the Biden campaign, especially with organized labor. Um, uh, wait a minute. Mark Mix of uh, – bear with me, folks. Work Committee – yeah, National Right to Work Committee. And it's, it's too bad. And Rhode Island is one of those things that I'm telling you. Uh, what's what's going on right now in the city of Providence with some of their workers. That is certainly something to watch as far as the school department. I'm going to tell you about that as well. But, folks, I want to remind you on this Friday. Now, as I look at the forecast of the next couple of days coming up, uh, tomorrow is going to be a beautiful day. Tomorrow, Saturday, is going to be sunny, 62 degrees. What a perfect time to swing by Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They're officially open, compliant with the state. They've set up a safe environment when you arrive. Stop in, see the beautiful selection of pansy flats, pansy bags, hangers and bowls, uh, tulips, hyacinthias, daffodils, hydrangeas, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Look for them on Facebook and you can get an idea of just um, how terrific they are. They have landscape material available. Folks, they're saying it's good to be outside, by the way. This whole business that everyone's cooped up inside is not a positive. You should be outside as much as you possibly can. Fresh air is good. On a day like tomorrow, you want to open up the windows in your house and get some fresh air in there, which is always good and also good at killing viruses. But being outside gardening, they're saying, is very positive, both for you mentally and physically. 
PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Look for them on Facebook. So it's John DePietro on this Friday. So we have Mark Mix, National Right to Work um, president coming up. And then also uh, Mayor Policino, the Mayor Johnson, is going to um, join me, excuse me, coming up. National Right to Work uh, committee president is going to join me, Mark Mix, and then Mayor Policina is going to join us coming up at one o'clock. I, I consider Mayor Policina the Mayor Johnson. He's definitely someone that to me, uh, he consistently has a good, excuse me, good pulse on how people, what they're thinking, how they're thinking. And, and I think, I, I don't know uh, right now if everyone in the state should be following exactly um, what, what the governor wants to do. I'm just starting to wonder. You know, some of the decisions you're going to start to see made on a local basis. For instance, this is ridiculous. Providence is planning street closures so people can spread out. Now, see, what you need to know about that is Mayor Lorza, if he had his way, there'd be no cars in the city of Providence. They want everyone on bicycles or public transportation. Who wants to take public transportation with what's going on right now? So Alorza, he closes the parks, and now he says we're going to close streets so people can spread out. Well, you wouldn't have to close streets if, in fact, you had the parks open. She encourages us to get some exercise outside, perhaps take a walk. And the city of Providence is looking into one idea that could make it easier for people in the capital city to do so while practicing social distancing. Alexandra Leslie joining us remotely from her home to explain. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Danielle. Well, the city of Providence is considering closing some of its streets to cars. A Department of Public Works request is already in its planning stages with a request to tack on money to an existing contract with a traffic signage company. Now, the money would go towards traffic control devices and signs to close streets and public spaces related to COVID-19 to ensure social distancing. In a statement, Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza said the goal was to make it safer for people to walk, run, or cycle, and the city was exploring a plan that would create low traffic, low-speed public space in high-density neighborhoods. Now, roads would not be totally blocked so local traffic or emergency vehicles could get through. Alorza said the plan would be based on other cities that have done similar closures. Last week, the city of Oakland, California, rolled out its Slow Streets Initiative. In all, 74 miles of streets, or 10% of the city's total, is now closed to all through traffic. City officials there warned just because the streets are empty doesn't mean you can gather in groups. Now, how are you going to stop that? Of course, people are going to gather in groups. So Alorza, he closed the parks. You can't even walk down Blackstone Boulevard. And supposedly, you know, they're doing that, <clears throat> excuse me, in other in, um, to try to stop people from congregating. But now he's going to close the streets. Of course, people are naturally going to walk into the street and then you see your neighbors and people are going to join like that. This is a larger. Do you see where this is? I'm, I'm against this. How do you close the parks? You can't walk down the middle of Blackstone Boulevard, but now he's going to block off streets. He has his own agenda. That is not that that, that makes no sense. Be consistent. Now, if he also wanted to leave the parks open and then on top of that, uh, the playgrounds be open. And then now you even want to close streets. I'd almost be more open to it. But this is almost like the governor of Michigan, folks, who she, in essence, you can only go on the water if you have a kayak or a raft or uh, or a canoe. Uh, you, you can't be on the water with a motorboat. Why? Because she's part of the, you know, the AOC Green New Deal crowd that feels, oh, we don't want all these boats burning uh, fumes. So you can't go on the lake with that. There's no consistency at all. Now, folks, again, good morning. It's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Call them today, 401-821-7800, 401-821-7800, or online, winfieldpest.com, Rhode Island's most dependable pest control service. Folks, you're going to be in your home. Now is the time when you start to see uh, ants. Right. And termites. Maybe it's mice and cockroaches. Winfield Termite Pest Control. Family friendly pest control professionals that you can trust for your home. They are professional. They have they are effective. They can remove any pest from your home, your yard, business or commercial property for a free estimate or to schedule a home inspection. Call Winfield Termite Pest Control. 401 821 7800. Now, they can also protect you from ticks and mosquitoes, which can potentially 
spread viruses. Now, we know mosquitoes certainly can. We've had that in the past. Protect your home, family, and business. Winfield, termite, and pest control. Family-run business, dedicated professionals, dedicated to excellence. Call them, 401 821 7800. Free estimate 401 821 7800. You don't want ants, termites, let alone mice, cockroaches. You don't want them in your home when you're going to be obviously spending even more time around your home. Maybe you suddenly recognize, my goodness, I never knew I had an ant problem. Call Winfield Termite and Pest Control 401 821 7800. Well, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. It is the John DePietro Show. Weekdays, we start at 11. And we go until 2. It's AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. You can always uh, email me, john, at dipetro.com. And also, as I said, go to the website, dipetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, the official website of you-know-who. And you can, um, I'm seeing, yeah, today's remote press briefing is at 2.30. So someone asked me, now, why is the governor having it? I don't, I have no idea. Uh, I don't know if we're ever going to, if we're going to find out whether or not that's going to happen. Now, folks, I also want to remind you, if you are something running into some problems, if I can help you, I'd like to help you. So uh, the easiest thing to do is go to the website and uh, contact under contact. You'll see at the top of the website, contact John. If you're having some kind of a problem where you can't get an answer, and ideally, I'd like to think if you're going to contact me, I'd like it for people that you're running into a problem either with a computer down or there's something wrong or broken within the system. But I'd also like to think some people, um, I try to encourage you, you know, someone was having a problem at a, at a different store and I asked, did you call the store and talk to the manager, the owner? No. Well, you know, will you ask the governor why? Why, why, why wouldn't you pick up the phone and call? Folks, as I've been telling you, so much of this is, um, it, it's this survival of the fittest. So I also want to, um, Rhode Island releases list of nursing homes with the fatalities. Folks, this, that's a real problem, and that's not going to go away. You know, just the way that nursing homes have, many of them now, not all, have been allowed to function. Uh, really needs dramatically change. It, it is terrible that these people are confined in this way. Um, they, some of them, you know, they're bedridden, and then you have these viruses coming in. Now, I think calling us, uh, joining us right now, uh, is a uh, welcome to the program. We want to say he's the national president for uh, National Right to Work Committee, and we want to say good morning to Mark Mix. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, John. How are you doing? Well, Mark, just like everyone else, we're trying to uh, survive during these very difficult times. But I did get an email. I uh, so encourage and support your organization, your group. And uh, I wanted to give you some air time to draw people's attention to uh, some corruption that's going on right now with organized labor in the Biden campaign. Yeah, John, this story just kind of continues to grow from all sides. Uh, you know, on one hand, the the headline story this week is the United Auto Workers Union has endorsed uh, Joe Biden's uh, candidacy for the presidency of the United States. And that's not a surprise. Union officials have, have uh, almost uh, unilaterally endorsed Democrat candidates for president uh, going back in, in our memories for the longest time. So that's not a surprise. But what is surprising is the, the cloud that the UAW is under right now for the extortion, racketeering, and embezzlement uh, uh, that's been going on with, at the very highest levels of that union. Those are not my words. Those are the federal prosecutors, the U.S. Attorney Matthew Snyder's words, in investigating what is now about a two-and-a-half, almost three-year investigation regarding UAW and the highest levels of of uh, that particular union. I mean, two of the former presidents of the International Union have had their house raided by the FBI. One now, uh, Gary Jones, the former president, has been charged with uh, conspiracy and, well, I guess with embezzlement, conspiracy to embezzle all kinds of legal charges. I need to get that right, John. But so, you know, it's interesting. The UAW rank and file didn't vote for this Biden endorsement. This was the executive council that uh, basically said, yeah, okay, we got to get behind Biden. And one Johnny has to ask the question, I mean, are they so worried about 
federal oversight of their union, given the corruption, that they want to make sure they've got a guy at the, in the White House that can appoint a secretary of labor who appoints the Office of Labor Management Standards Agency head who investigates unions, who uh, controls the Department of Justice so that so that the investigation can, can basically be handled by friends as opposed to someone who would look at it like the U.S. prosecutor if they're saying this is a criminal conspiracy that's going on with the executives of the UAW. You know, Mark, that's one of the reasons. I mean, I know some people, uh, you know, complaining about the president right now when he's not as engaged as he should be or he's overstepping. But I don't think people understand the corruption of organized labor that has, by the way, killed our area in the Northeast. Uh, It's ridiculous in a time like this. They have to go and negotiate with the unions, even though the states and the, the cities and towns are on the verge of bankruptcy and they still hold them captive. But, Mark, as you know, that's where Biden made his announcement. When he made his announcement... He was right there. He is absolutely a puppet in the pocket of organized labor. Yeah, he's uh, most of his videos. A couple of videos that I've seen are, are you know, he, he spoke to the Pennsylvania AFL-CIO convention and a few others. And, and John, actually, not one of the first unions to endorse him way back in April of last year was the firefighters union. And now, unfortunately, for firefighters across the country who are, you know, first line responders and heroes in, in times of need for most Americans, including right now, you know, that organization is going through an internal scandal about the president of that union, Harold Schaefberger, embezzling taking money from the pension fund that's now in trouble and, and, and doing sweetheart deals with him and the formal general secretary of that union, uh, literally taking money and endangering a pension system that would protect our firefighters as they move into retirement. This scandal is just starting, and uh, it's literally, we're talking about millions of dollars that are flowing to the, the highest levels of these union officials, um, and this is money that firefighters pay, uh, in most cases voluntarily, uh, to you know have the union speak for them, but this is another one of the, uh, of the unions that came out initially for Joe Biden. And uh, another scandal and controversy there. And, John, we know it's real simple. Compulsion, when you have compulsion, it breeds corruption. These union officials uh, believe they're unaccountable because they can force workers in states that don't have right-to-work laws to pay fees as a condition of working. That's right. You don't have to provide any, so you don't have to provide any service. You don't have to do anything for these people. You just get the money because if you don't get it, you get the guy fired. That's the secret behind compulsory unionism, and that doesn't lead to good customer service. You know, that, that uh, story, Mark, and again, folks, we're speaking with Mark Mix, National Right to Work uh, Committee. <clears throat> Mark, that story about the firefighters, I, I haven't even seen that covered. I know that locally uh, there's some provision where if uh, the firefighters, if they, uh, I know in Providence and some of the other cities and towns, if they respond to something that's, there's some kind of a clause almost, like an emergency or a pandemic, that they get an extra pay that gets added. So suddenly they're claiming that every call they go on is is related to COVID-19. And as we know, you know, people are in their home. Uh, there are house fires. Uh, there are people that are having a stroke. There are people that are having a heart attack. There are people that have to call 911. Every call is not a coronavirus uh, type of situation call, but they're marking it down that way so then they get some kind of extra pay that kicks in because they went on the call. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I, those things, those stories just really, you know, tear at, uh, at the heartstrings. I know these people, most of those people that are on the front line out there are doing their job and they want to do their job and they want to help people. But when you get this union monopoly control over the situation, you get things like this. In fact, Joe Biden has come out on his labor platform that he wants to mandate, that the federal government mandate that every state in the country is forced to bargain with unions over public sector employees, including police and firefighters. I mean, there are states that don't do that now. that actually take care of their firefighters, right. but they don't rely on union monopoly power to negotiate these provisions that basically bleed the taxpayers to death. That is amazing. And for, uh, Mark, uh, but folks, before we let him go, Mark, there was also a story on my website, petro.com There was a public school teacher. She's part of the AFT, American Federation of Teachers. So Randy Weingarten is closely watching. And something to watch for you and the organization this summer is going to be the Providence Teachers Union. They're part of AFVT, Randy Weingarten, uh, the fourth worst performing school district in the country. Their contract is up. It's going to be a real battle, even though they're doing distance learning. But this teacher, middle school teacher from Woodsocket, she put out on Twitter, she would pay someone to cough. If you have COVID-19, I would pay you to cough on President Trump. 
instead of firing her because of the union mark, they allowed her to resign. She keeps all her benefits. And I've already heard all they're going to do because she resigned and was not fired. They're going to then just place her in another school district. Yeah, John, these stories are, are becoming legion. I mean, we had the rubber rooms in, in New York City where unions would take teachers that misbehaved and, and have them sit in a room and do nothing and uh, and continue to get paid with full benefits. This is, again, an example of union power. And, and, and John, don't tell Randy Weingarten, but we are getting calls from folks up in that area, teachers, and, and not only from Rhode Island, but from across the country about this type of behavior by union officials. And, and it's teachers that have the courage to stand up and fight that will actually be the the catalyst for rolling back this union power. And that's that's what we do here at Right to Work at the Committee and the Foundation. We're representing employees whose rights have been violated, and we provide free legal services to these employees. We've taken a bunch of them to the U.S. Supreme Court to have their rights vindicated. And anyone in Providence who wants to talk about this, who's under those monopoly powers, can call us and, and talk about their rights um, and get a lawyer for free. Hey, Mark, before I let you go, something that already now, Rhode Island, like, listen, every state been hit hard by the economy. But the state of Rhode Island really depends on gambling revenue. The casinos are closed. And also, you know, tourism uh, and um, hospitality is a huge part of the equation here. And all of that is completely thrown off. The hotels are empty. Who knows what the summer is going to bring? Restaurants, many of them may never reopen. And something so the cities and towns have been decimated. The state's been decimated with the economy. But last year, the current governor... Governor Gina Raimondo, she signed into law the evergreen provision, which you know means with the cities and towns, the uh, firefighters, the teachers, the workers, the contract never ends. So just as these contracts are coming up, and as you can imagine, the, the, there's no money. I mean, Mark, there's no money, and they don't have to even renew the contract because – until they get a better deal, they don't have to sign a new contract. This is one of the problems, Mark Mix, when you sign an evergreen provision. Mark, and what also is not lost here is all the different businesses that have laid people off, businesses that have closed. Not one state worker or city worker has been furloughed or laid off during this entire pandemic. Yeah, John, I, the fiscal impact of all of this on, on you know, on everybody, not the private sector, most importantly, but also the part, the public sector is going to be dramatic. I, you know, there are governors in South Dakota that have that are basically rescinding and stopping contracts, these union contracts, because they have to have the freedom to negotiate based on what the economic picture is going to look like. In Nevada, they're doing this. And in Las Vegas and other places, governors are looking and say, you know what, this is new and this is different. In fact, our governor here in Virginia, um, even though union officials were able to get a bargaining bill through the legislature, that allows localities to bargain with unions. He said, we're going to delay that for, for until May of next year because we have no idea what the economic impact of this state's going to be uh, from coronavirus. So, yeah, a lot more to be talked about in this situation and the money. I think the fiscal uh, condition of states and counties and cities is going to be the next big issue for sure. Hey, Mark, how can people uh, learn more about the organization? Because this, you know, I'm going to have you on a lot. People need to hear your voice. Uh, and especially what they're going to see is the city, cities are basically strapped for cash. Uh, the the, uh, the uh, Speaker of the House, Matty Yellow, the Senate president, they said this, the only plan they have is to be bailed out by the federal government. And as you know, Mitch McConnell said we're not giving federal money to bail out states yeah. and cities for these ridiculous employee pension plans. Yeah. Well, and that's really that's really a, an egregious kind of fact. Uh, that's a non-factor, fake news. Because basically, the problems, the financial problems of many of these states, particularly Illinois, which was where the yes. which was the headliner in this, their problems have been going on for years. Right. They're using this particular crisis to cover up all of this management, management, and all this power they granted to union officials over taxpayers and citizens of that state. So yeah, McConnell was right about that. You know, obviously the news doesn't frame it out that way because oh yeah, it's the problem with this particular situation today. But those problems, these problems are legacy problems for states like Rhode Island, for yep. California, for New York, for Illinois, states that have had this union monopoly stranglehold over their public sector for years, and it's coming home to roost. It really is, Mark. In Connecticut, New Jersey, I believe, are also, uh, you would know, high on that list. Folks, he's Mark Mix, National Right to Life. You know, Mark, at, at some point, 
through all of this. We're going to give you a lot of your time. There are people that support you 100%. Rhode Island would be in such a position to become a right-to-work state because the next closest state to Rhode Island that is right-to-work, I believe, is Ohio. So can you imagine the companies that would uh, come flocking in if suddenly they lifted that provision and said we want to be open for business? Yeah. yeah, we haven't gotten Ohio yet. We got Virginia, we've got oh. West Virginia, we got Kentucky, we've got yeah, we got Michigan, we got Wisconsin. We haven't gotten Ohio yet. We're okay. working on it though, John. <laughs> what, what's the what's the closest uh, what's the closest state to Rhode Island? For some reason, I was thinking well, Ohio, but maybe be, not. Uh, it'd probably be uh, it'd probably be Virginia or that wow. handle of West Virginia would be geographically the closest one. Uh, but we continue to work in New Hampshire. There's a governor up there that supports yes. right to work. Um, wow. You know, we passed it in the House, we passed it in the Senate. We've never gotten the cats aligned up there because you know the political situation changes every two years. Sure. Um, in every branch of the government there. So it's uh, it's like herding cats for sure. It is. He's Mark Mix. Hey, Mark, good to talk to you. Stay safe. We'll talk to you again. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. All right, folks, there it is right here on the John DePietro Show. This portion of the program is brought to you by, folks, Akai Berry. You want to pick up a bottle. I want to say good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. You can see this beautiful bottle, Akai Berry. This antioxidant is just tremendous, and you need it to fight off viruses that exist out out there. You want to make sure you want to be as healthy as possible. Akai Berry, A-C. A-I-B-E-R-R-I. You can find them online at kaiberry.com. This incredible antioxidant, it all comes, it's a blend infusion. Blend is fueled disease fighting, powers of the Akai Berry, along with the most powerful superfruits. All you need is basically, and I mean like a shot, like in a shot glass of this, every morning. And just an ounce uh, packed with amazing antioxidants and power. Everything your body needs to feel refreshed. Young, free from disease, pick up a bottle today. Now, they have it at Dave's in East Greenwich is the biggest seller of this, Akai Berry. Now, I recognize there's another way to pronounce it, but I like to do the phonetic A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I.com, Akai Berry. Folks, pick up a bottle today. It is a formulated, balanced, diverse, promotes health, vitality, and disease prevention. Now, in the northern part of the state, we talked with her just last Friday, Marie, at It's My Health in Cumberland. The name of the store, It's My Health in Cumberland on Menden Road. They carry this amazing product. And also, Angelo Aiello, my friend. Folks, read out, reach out to Angelo. He has some of his uh, offices, 50 King Street in Johnston. Akai Berry, it'll make you feel great. It's John DePietro. Now, coming up, Terry Gorman's going to join me at noon. There's a, um incredible story in the Boston Globe that I think is just uh, really... Uh, just, I think it's ridiculous the way that it is presented. And I'm going to tell you about it in a moment. We're obviously going to talk with Terry about that coming up. And then uh, a little bit later, we're going to speak with the mayor of Johnson, Mayor Joe Policina. I, I'm very anxious to hear where the mayor comes out regarding what should happen with uh, businesses that want to reopen. It's uh, all ahead on this Friday on the John DePietro Show. Hi, I'm Steve, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in stall lines waiting to get in to buy more bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it when all this started. They're enjoying all the safe, clean water they want all year long. They're drinking it, cooking with it, bathing in it, doing everything in it except searching for it, rationing it, and now waiting in lines. As this crisis further restricts your freedoms and choices and store shelves empty, I hope you now realize how important it is to take control over your own water quality like thousands of my customers already have. Because when this crisis is over, your bad water quality won't be, and neither will your bottled water dependency. So ask yourself, do you think you're finally worth making a one-time investment for a lifetime of clean, safe water? If so, call my company, call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. Water Filter Company, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Because is it really worth going through all this? The answer is no. And folks, I can't encourage you enough. Again, good morning at 1145. It's John DePietro. A water filter in your home is a game changer. You don't have to run out and get bottled water. You don't know who is touching the, uh, you know, the water, the jugs, uh, the, whatever, the containers of water that you're going to get at the store. Instead, it comes right out of your faucet. Water filter company, delicious, fresh, removes everything. Pick up the phone, 294 294- 2400 294 2400 you just heard steve water filter company 
Now it's Friday. You know, why not? You, We've been through a lot. And it's tough being cooped up. It is. And I think at some point we have to really nail down uh, businesses that are operating efficiently. Private businesses should be allowed to reopen and with safe protocol mechanisms in place. Now, there is a place open today. What if I told you that you could go out today on this Friday and pick up? You want to make yourself feel better? How about some delicious? I'm going to hold it up for everybody on Facebook Live. Delicious Trump chocolate donuts. Look at that with the commander in chief right there. Folks, where can you get this? The only place that you can get these delicious Trump chocolate donuts. Let's see a thumbs up on Facebook Live. Is in fact Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Uh, And on top of that, delicious. They've been up since 3 o'clock this morning. Why? Sauce and peppers. How about some delicious eggplant on this Friday? Lent is over. How about a meatball calzone? Imagine you stop in at Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Now, they are right off of Silver Spring Street, right next door to AAA in Providence. And you could pick up buffalo chicken calzone, Philly cheesesteak calzone, pepperoni and cheese calzone. I'm getting hungry talking about it. Chicken parm calzone. They have plain and deluxe spinach pies. They have the old-fashioned pizza strips. And also, how about dessert? Delicious cannolis, brownies, cakes, the Trump chocolate-covered donuts, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, look for them on Facebook, and they're easy to get to. And especially now, uh, all you have to do is plug in an address, and it takes you right there. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, this is their page on Facebook. I'm going to share that, as a matter of fact, uh, on my Facebook page right now. Um, Hold on. I want to – oh, I know what I have to do. I want to share that. So everyone, why not today? Listen, you want to, why not treat yourself? You made it through another week. This is not an easy time. Why not uh, stop in and see Ron and Melissa today at Ron's Pastry Gourmet? And especially, you're going to love those uh, Trump chocolate donuts. Let me, I'm going to share them right now. I'm going to put, it is Friday. And you can stop in and we are open. And we are Open. They're right on. It's uh, Silver Spring Street, right at uh, Branch Avenue. Uh, and again, the best, um, the best landmark to me is in fact Triple A, Triple A Providence location. If you can find Triple A uh, open today, if you can find Triple A, then you can find Ron's Pastry. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, Terry Gorman's going to join me coming up next hour. Folks, in the Boston Globe, Ed Fitzpatrick has the story talking about the situation in Rhode Island. I know yesterday, Governor Mundo, she did try to walk back her comments about people that are uh, 60 years and older are basically going to be discriminated in the workplace. And I am hearing from a number of you saying that... um, that the you know your employer this could be tougher for people sixty and over to try to find a job or some of their employers I mean sixty um, people that that still work they're still active and uh, Governor Mundo saying people sixty years old should be treated differently and should be treated as more vulnerable and senior citizens what about people that are obese what about people that smoke what about the fact that fifty percent of the cases are in the Latino community but I am so angry. At this story in the Boston Globe, and look at the picture they use. I swear they did this just to upset me. Ed Fitzpatrick, Latino leaders call for addressing inequalities behind coronavirus disproportionate impact in Rhode Island. And as this big, there she is, Nellie Gorbia, uh, the Secretary of State, sending out all these stupid mail ballot applications. Latino elected leaders Thursday said they want to help Rhode Island tackle the factors. Where have the Latino leaders been? Latinos make up 16% of the state population. They've accounted for 50% of those that have tested positive. Governor Raimondo signed a letter. No, Latino letters, uh, leaders signed a letter to the Raimondo, Mattiello, Ruggiero. It's critical. Uh, signed by Nelly Gorbia, fraud. Mayor Alorza, total captain fraud. Providence City Council President Sabina Matos, the mayor of Central Falls. And... 
Gorbia said she was alarmed to hear Latinos account for such a disproportionate percentage of those testing positive. Nowhere in this story, in the Boston Globe by Ed Fitzpatrick, do they mention that Latino TV and radio don't carry the press briefings. This no. How do you not mention that? How do you not say that that's not a factor? And also, Governor Armando said they're going to spend money on the Spanish radio stations and television to put the word out about the coronavirus. Channel 10 gives up an hour every time they do the briefing. Channel 12 gives up an hour uh, free every time they do the briefing. The governor doesn't pay for that. We carry it. Uh, Some other radio stations carry it for free. But they're going to spend money on the Latino stations who are not even carrying the briefing. What message does that send to Channel 10 and Channel 12 and 6 and people like myself? Pablo Rodriguez the infection death rates differ. Population is younger. General population tends to hit younger people. It's not about that. They've been marginalized, and it's manifesting itself. Uh, it's incumbent upon Latino leaders to become part of the solution. You know, he, here's a thought, Pablo, and I know Pablo Rodriguez. Why not start carrying the blanking briefing every day before we start uh, saying that a disproportionate inequalities within the Latino community. Now, I also posted on Facebook, you're going to hear more of this, folks, that um, uh, I did post that the briefings now are going far more in Spanish. I didn't check how people uh, reacted to it. All right, 24 comments, and then the new briefing, of course, with uh, everything being done in uh, in Spanish. Now, what's amazing to me is they're running that on Channel 10, and the Latino TV and radio stations are not even carrying the briefing. Uh, don't tell me that there's a disproportionate, this is uh, Mayor Loza, this is more prejudice towards the Latino leaders, this is unfair. W- where's the leadership within the Latino radio stations? Oh, I don't know, maybe carry the briefing, provide the information. What does Governor Armando say? We're going to have to spend money. Uh, we're going to have to give the Latino radio and TV stations money to get the message out. Everyone else is carrying those briefings for free. When you see, and it'll happen today at 2.30, um, Channel 10 will carry it for free. Channel 12 will carry it for free, even though they don't let the reporters in. Channel 6 will carry it for free. Radio stations carry it, but they're going to pay Latino media to get the, the word out. What what if uh, Channel 10, 12, and, what if they weren't carrying the governor every day? What if they said to the governor, no, why don't you spend money to try to get the word out? Now, because of the way this has gone, you know, Channel 12, if someone made the decision we're not going to carry the briefing, they would view that as an opportunity for the other stations. That's why they don't do it. Folks, it's Sean DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Listen, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. It's Alex. It's Scott. They want to help you save money. Well, on this Friday at 11.54... What if I told you that I could find a way for you to save, keep more of your own money, $200 a month, $400 a month, right? The way you can do that. Don't you think that's going to come in handy? Think of this. If you saved, uh, you know, $2,200 a month in the course of a year, that's almost $2,500 or even more than that. Someone that ends up saving $400 a month in the course of a year, you're overpaying for insurance by close to five grand. Folks, AE Mazika Insurance Services, free consultation with Scott and Alex. You can look for them on Facebook, AE Mazika Insurance Services. Chose their building right on Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. You can call them at 401 353 9300. 401 353 9300. 1529 Mineral Spring Avenue in North Providence. Look for them on Facebook. Look for them uh, with their website, aemazika.com. Licensed in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. They let them help you save money on your life insurance, on insurance on your home, on your business. A lot of businesses are now questioning the insurance policies they had. Or maybe auto insurance. I don't know about you. Most people, your car hasn't left the driveway. And yet you're still paying a, a, a huge amount. A.E. Mazika, M-I-Z-I-K-A, insurance services, 
401-353-9300. Call them. Free consultation. 401-353-9300 and say, Scott and Alex, I'd like you to save me money. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook. It's John DePietro right now. It is 1156. Now, Terry Gorman is going to join me coming up next hour. Uh, we're going to touch base with Terry. This this Latino thing, uh, I, I think the way this is being handled, I know that the rest of the media is not happy about this whole business, that the Latino uh, community is not carrying the message the way they should, yet it certainly seems as if they're going to be rewarded for it. But this situation with the nursing homes. I, I come back. That falls on the state. You need better guidelines. It is terrible, the disease and germs that goes through these nursing homes. Also, folks, we're also finding this poll that came out. 84% of Rhode Island is trust Ramundo. Only 35% trust President Trump. But I'm glad. Um, Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal, she put out some information this morning that the poll is certainly not... Um, Let's see. Uh, first time in weeks seeing experience the familiar building new protocols to give a shout out there. Prior, all right, we've been told we don't need to wear masks on TV. You can't hear us very well. Well, that's interesting. Uh, and I do agree with that. I don't think they need to wear the masks on TV. I've no longer been wearing the mask uh, on the radio situation. Data point for those who think uh, the, that, that poll that I just told you about. So amongst, they claim, Rhode Island registered voters, 48% independent, 38% Democrat, and 12% Republican. Now, if those numbers were reversed, President Trump's number would be much higher, and also Governor Abundo's numbers would be much lower. So I don't think that's fair, but they're going to say, well, there's only a certain percentage of Rhode Island that are Republicans. Um, but Gary Sass, who's part of that Hassenfeld Institute at Bryant, he is a huge uh, never-Trumper, anti-Trump person. Uh, on social media, what I've seen, and I know Gary, he's a very knowledgeable guy, uh, but he, you know, he, he works for Hassenfeld. No one would talk about the fact that he used to be on with the felon. He used to be on with Cianci every week, the money man, and now he's on with Go Local Fraud. Uh, no one even mentions that, but... You know, he he I I would be shocked if Gary was ever connected with anything that was positive uh, or in any way showed anything, you know, that was favorable to President Trump in any way. That's part of his whole his whole act is he's just completely against the president. Hey, folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, remember, is brought to you. Why not really clean out your home? And I've been telling people about them. Brothers Disposal. Do some spring cleaning. Get a dumpster in the driveway. Their Facebook page, purple and yellow. Brothers Disposal, just like the Laker colors. They'll put a dumpster, boom, right in your driveway. And then they never enter your home and you just throw everything in there. Call them today, 401-688-0517. Brothers, good morning, brother. Brothers Disposal, 401 401- 688-0517. Look for them on Facebook. Dumpster in the driveway. Get rid of the trash. Unwanted belongings. Your basement, your attic, your home, your garage, brother's disposal. It's John DePietro. We're going to break for the 12 o'clock news. We're going to be right back on the other side with uh, Terry Gorman, our weekly segment with Terry, who is uh, just terrific. Folks, stay with us. And then Mayor Policina, the Mayor Johnson, is going to join me coming up at 1. So it's John DePietro, a lot more ahead. Governor Mundo, not till 2.30 today. So a lot more ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. Again, we're going to break for, get an update, the 12 o'clock news. Be right back. Don't miss our segment with our friend Terry Gorman. Everything you need to know in Rhode Island. And it's all ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. Remember, go to the website, dipietro.com.